0: Hey, this is Dale Calvert. Thanks for being here. If you've not listened to session one that we did last week of this podcast, don't even think about listening to this session. We'll make no sense at all. Log out or scroll up. Do whatever you got to do. Listen to session one, then come back for session two. We're going to start it right now. Hope you enjoy it. Talk to you soon.
1: Welcome to the New Era of Wealth Building podcast, formerly the MLMSuccess.com podcast. This show will reveal a new era of team building that has been created by smart contracts on the blockchain and technology that wasn't even available a couple of years ago and most still don't know exist or understand today. We share with you real success stories from real people that are happening right now today. While traditional network marketing companies have fallen into a state of dissipation and delusion, what Mr. Calvert calls a social club, there is one company and organization whose members are progressing and growing their incomes weekly. This organization is led by the host of this podcast, Dale Calvert. Dale has always said that real product in network marketing is people. Dale has always taught, if you build people, people will build the business. We believe network marketing is the number one personal development program on the planet with a compensation plan attached. When you combine wisdom of the ages, success principles, proven personal development systems and a new era opportunity, you have the formula for life altering success stories. And that is what we share with you in this podcast. So here is your host, who has a goal to develop 500 six-figure earners and 10 millionaires on his team over the next few years. A small-town guy that figured out early in his career that the real product in network marketing is people. And the magic and Zig's quote, You can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Dale Calvert. Uh,
0: Several... Several times in my life, you know, I personally have been described as a lone wolf as it relates to my philosophies and ideas about building teams. And I've gone against the grain for years in this profession because the profession has gone totally away from the fundamentals. And so I agree. I'm, I am a lone wolf, wolf. And I had a company owner tell me recently, Dale, I don't do well with lone wolves. I just don't do well with people that are lone wolves. And and my response was, I understand that. I don't either. But I am a lone wolf. I'm a lone wolf. And I always will be at this point in my life because all you have to do is look at my track record of progress. I know what I'm doing. I believe in what I do. I'm never going to do anything to put the company in jeopardy. But my commitment is not to the company. It always, always will be to my team. And that's that's who I am. I, I believe you build people. People build the business. But that's who I am. I'm not going to put any anything in. But I know more about building this than anybody I know because my track record says so, just like Calipari's does. And what he does. And again, I feel funny even saying this, but dang it, it's the truth. Here's the conclusion that I've come to. There's two type of lone wolves. Those with abnormal something in their DNA. Abnormal. They got extra drive, extra determination, extra intelligence. They're not normal. They have extra something in their DNA. It may just be de- desire and goals. It may be money that they're looking for. It could be something, but they have something extra in their DNA. The only thing I had extra in my DNA was I was too stubborn to quit. I should have quit multiple times my first three years in this business model. Too stubborn to quit. That was it. But you. But that wasn't enough For me to move forward, you can be too stubborn to quit, but you need more than that. And then there's lone wolves who what I, I called I used to call PCI leaders, which stands for principles, concepts and ideas. They're lone wolves, but they're PCI leaders. They're not sharing their opinions all the time. They're sharing universal success, principles, concepts and ideas, PCI principles, concepts and ideas and they've internalized wisdom of the ages principles and made them part of who they are as a human being many lone wolves are money focused their their whole drive is the money and that's not a bad thing money makes you more of what you already are i mean you know the love of money is the root of all evil the love the love of money money's not the root of all evil uh many l- lone wolves d- are so money-focused, it, it turns into greed, and then they end up, you know, in the headlines or on the newspaper or on the session of American Greed, the TV show. Most all three percenters are lone wolves. Some people develop into, through PCI principles, that they're perceived to be lone wolves and three percenters, but they're really not. They're 27 percenters who are maximizing their upside potential and their true leadership ability. And what I've seen in a lot of Long Woods, it really just comes down to lack of trust. Why they cannot plug into uh, Wisdom of the Ages principles. Why they can't plug into Zig and Jim Rohn and read the right books. And, and it, it comes down to some type of trust issue. I believe in some cases, they're not trustworthy themselves. And so they don't think anybody else is. I think that's it sometimes. They're just not trust, trustworthy people. Uh, they're liars and stealers and cheats. And because that's who they are, they think that's who everybody is. And, but I think a lot of it is just simply lack of trust because there are some very trustworthy, very trustworthy lone wolves. And I think a lot of times it may come down to lack of trust because of some type of childhood trauma. I think most lone wolves I've worked with are very trustworthy and very principled people, but not all of them. The self-preservation in lone wolves kicks in quicker than it does with most people because most of them have worked harder and spent more time, energy, and effort and hours into what they're doing, and they want to protect whatever they've done. So their their preservation uh kicks in quicker. And when I look at the, the list of top producers on our team, again, the majority are 27 percenters who are heavy into personal development. They don't miss a session of this podcast, and the majority have gone through our Programming Your Mind for Success course. Uh, and when you look at the top producers in 99% of network marketing companies and organizations, what do you think you see? What do you see? That's a question. Three percenters and lone wolves. They have really no concept of team. Uh, They're really determined to get theirs. Uh, Many can talk the talk, but their actions say differently. They're not part of a team. They're a lone wolf. We have lone wolves join our team every single month. And instead of plugging into the pro- proven cultures that we've created, they feel it's necessary to try to do their own thing. want we'll to do their own webinar, their own this, their own that. And they want to reinvent the wheel. And the majority have failed. Why is this? Some people would rather be creative than wealthy. Some people would rather be creative than wealthy. And some would rather be Elvis, the star of the show, then rich. That blows my mind, but it's truth. And again, I realized that I am very flawed as it relates to understanding the power of recognition and what, and, and the power that recognition has over people. I don't get it. I mean, I'm trying to understand it, but I have never, I have never exper- experienced it personally. I remember Art Williams saying millionaires will compete over a $10 t-shirt and I, I never did understand that why why don't they just go buy the t-shirt who cares just for the recognition and it's been really hard and it's something I've had to spend a lot of time honestly trying to analyze and understand and observe the to the very best of my ability and yes I like to know as much or more than anybody uh, when I have had authentic, Impact on somebody's life. That means more to me than anything. But I'm not talking about recognition. Am I? Maybe I am, but I'm talking about authentic impact. So in my mind, at least it's two different issues. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Again, I'm, I'm not, I've learned a lot. I've observed a lot, but I know I'm not there. Uh, I don't get it. Um, but, for me, knowing that you had authentic impact on somebody's life means more than anything. But don't don't tell me you like my shoes because that's not authentic. Or oh I like your shoes. And then, you know, we'll be at an event, you know, and it and it's like I mean (laughs) there are people that will that go around to every event they're at, they're trying to network. And they walk up and they start a conversation with everybody, and one of the first things that comes out of their mouth is, oh, I like your shoes. They have been taught to find something to compliment people about, okay? And they do that. Uh, I am not saying that is wrong. I'm not, okay? But I am saying it's not, in my mind, it's fluff. It's not authentic. I mean, there are a lot of predatory Manipulative people out there, who find something to compliment every person that they meet, and they're trying. And, and And again, I, I I I don't have time to get into this, but it's something worth saying here because because I think it's just kind of where I live. I mean, I understand. I've read all the Mary Kay books, and and I and I know Mary Kay's Mary Kay's quote about. Imagine everyone with a sign around their neck saying, Make me feel important. Make me feel important. Okay, I get that. I understand that. I really, really do. I mean, I've read Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, and I went through the Dale Carnegie course. And the first night, we had to get up and give a speech. And, and those of you that have been through Dale Carnegie's course And then the class votes on who gave the best speech. And the first night, you know, I went, I was there with a bunch of IBM executives and executives from GE and all these other companies. And and I won the award. And they said, what are you doing here? And. I don't know anything about speaking or but I, I I I'm authentic and I don't know why people connect with that, but they always have and they do. So I've read the books. I get it. And, and I know I'm wrong when it comes to this. And this is not good advice, but in my mind, I cannot stand manipulative, manipulative, insincere or fluff communication. And, and I know it's my flaw. I am a terrible. Network marker. I want you to leave me the heck alone. I'm at the event to learn information from some somebody with a track record. I'm not there to win friends and influence people. And I am wrong on this. I'm just telling you, I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong. But that's where I live. And I think the wrecking the my problem. With not understanding this recognition and connection is I've never had an issue. Uh, I, I, I've been recognized too much in my life and it's warped me. I mean, I can remember in the first grade, we, we all had to write a poem and I, I wrote a poem and, I, and they picked the top two. And then we were in the front page of the local small town paper. I mean, I, I guess you could say I was i was just kind of big fish in a little pond. I mean, you know, when I was doing magic, I would end up in the paper all the time uh, doing magic for at corporate events. They would show pictures from the corporate events, and Dale Calvert, master magician, you know, performed his dove act or whatever. So I was in the paper all the time. I was in the paper in the ninth grade, you know. First freshman to start at Scott County High School, starting center fielder Dale Calvert went two for four in the first game, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I've always been recognized. I've never had a problem communicating with people. Uh, if I like them, if I want to communicate with them, most I, I, I don't want to communicate. I want to be left alone, but, but I, but it's been warped the amount of recognition that I've received over my life has been warped. And even from the network marketing standpoint, when we were the youngest sales coordinators in the history of the Shackley Corporation, and Shackley had been involved 30 years when, when we did that. And it's like, you know, I go to my first convention there first time I've been on a plane in my life and the limo picks me up at the airport and all this. And it's like, and then we're walking around that weekend with an award winner's badge on and they and everybody was looking at me, this 20-year-old kid, and said, did you come with your parents? Who are your parents? I don't think I know your parents. You know, cuz they thought just assume that we were that we were brother and sister there with our parents. Cuz a 20-year-old kid couldn't be in a top 5 award winner. So again, you can call me naive, call me whatever you want, but that's where I live. And and I've always said, you know, to people, give us a year of your life, plug into what we're doing, and we'll change your life. And and that includes lone wolf three percenters and high performance people. Not because we're going to blow smoke up your dress with Dale Carnegie ideas and make you feel like important all the time. Uh, Not because of any of that fluff stuff. And again, in my mind, fluff stuff. Not because we're going to have cocktail parties online with our team on Friday nights. None of that crap. We're not a social club. We're a business, but, but because we'll ch- give us one year and you, and you, and we'll change your life because of the real effort, real effort, real achievement is always recognized. And because you will start to see the change in your thought process, because that's what wisdom of the age of success principles getting into your subconscious, even if it's through obnosis will do. I mean, I understand that I have to get much better communicating and handling people and their delegate egos, but I'm really not sure how to do it. Uh, there's no valuable, there's no valuable, uh, there's no, uh, there's there's nothing in our team structure that's centered around fluff. Uh, it's just not. Uh, but I really believe that there's a lot of lone wolves that really have problem in our structure, and I don't know what to do about it. I uh, I mean I I do think it goes back to trust issues. These are not stupid people. They're highly intelligent. They're high-performance people. Uh, You would think they could look at our track record and say, you know what? I don't want just a bunch of people that are followers on my team. I want future leaders, and I'm going to do everything in my power to get my team plugged into this proven culture. That's what you would think would happen, that everybody would think that. But I've already given you the numbers on our Facebook group. It's pathetic. It's pathetic. So I I don't know what to do. I've I've talked about my this with our team. I don't know what to do, Uh, and my my numbers are pathetic with the people that I sponsor. It it, I just don't get it. I mean, I believe that great leaders are first great followers. Those that depend on their own DNA will always have trouble duplicating, and will always have trouble trusting. So again, there's two types of lone wolves. Those with abnormal amount of something in their DNA and lone wolves that I've called the PCI leaders, which again stands for principles, concepts and ideas who've internalized wisdom of the age's principles and made them part of who they are. See, I know that many of you listening to this podcast really, really need to think about this. Are you a lone wolf? Are you a lone wolf? Are you plugged into the culture you are part of? And if not, why are you not plugged into the culture that you're a part of? I mean, plugged in all the way, not just kind of hanging out when it's convenient. I mean, you don't miss this podcast if you're on our team. You don't miss the the webinars. You're plugged in. You're participating. You're active. You're completing your progress report every week so we can give you recognition. Mm -hmm. And keep track if we need to give you a call or whatever. Why are you not plugged in? And it it always comes down to you think you know more than the leader of your team or your company. That's a lot of people's. And maybe you do. Maybe you do know more than the leader of your team or your company. But does your track record back that up? Has your ego made you delusional? I mean how many six figures have you earners have you built on your teams over your career things to think about and, and I realize these might be tough questions but they need to be answered they need to be answered uh, number 2 the 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 second reason that people have problems plugging into a proven culture is they've never had the leadership development paradigm shift. They never really understand, hey, this is not about me. It's about the value that I provide to others. They they they've never gotten beyond that. It's all about them. It's about their money. It's about getting theirs. Doing whatever they need to do, saying whatever they need to say, and they never have really had that true shift. And then number three, uh they there's people that are lone wolves that have decided to become PCI leaders because, uh, have never decided to become PCI leaders because they never needed to. They, they've just always had been, been able to create success, whatever they've done. They've never needed to plug into wisdom of the ages principles. But here's the sad truth. These people over their career will end up achieving about 10% of their true upside potential. And as Helen Keller said, hell starts when the person you are meets the person you could have become. Wistful regret is real. You know, it, this whole concept has just kind of blown my mind. I remember uh, one podcast I was briefly listening to one time. It was terrible. Uh, when I was first discovering podcasts before I started this one. And they were interviewing some big leader, and I can't remember the name of the company. And the interviewer asked her a very intelligent question. She said, you know, uh, network marketing leaders are are really into personal development and personal growth. And one of the questions I always like to a- ask people that I interview is, what's your favorite book, Business or Personal Development? And this number one top leader in this company I said, well, you know, uh, I, I've never had been much of a reader. And ever since I got out of college, I, I it seemed like I read so much in college that I'm not really a reader. Well, she said, could you name one? She said, no, not really. There's, so there's no book that you could really recommend? She said, maybe one is Zig Ziglar's. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just dying. I'm just dying because that's who we call leaders in network marketing. And, and, you know, and then I remember the first time I heard, uh, Ray Higdon and it's like, uh, he's saying, you know, I've never really been into personal development much. I've kind of always just depended upon my own instincts. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I don't ever need to talk to you again because I know where I know the path you're headed down. I, I get it. You three percenters hanging out with three percenters is not going to be development of any twenty seven percenters. I can promise you that. So do you think you're a lone wolf? Do you want to maximize your full upside potential then become uh a personal development student. That's it. Become a personal development student if you if you're If you think you're a lone wolf and you want to maximize your upside potential? Become a personal development student. Turn your truck or your car or your motorcycle or whatever you, you if you ride, take the bus every day, turn it into a university on wheels and start with Jim Rohn's, how to build a network marketing team. And if you're a member of our personal team, you know, listen to the replay of the, of the team calls that we do. Listen to this podcast. Uh, listen to some of the past episodes of this podcast, especially over the last couple of months. If you want to maximize your full potential and you're a lone wolf, that's what you need to do. Did you hear what I just said? Because some of you will let what I just said go in one ear, out the other. You'll continue to do what you've always done the way you've always done it, expecting different results. And... Einstein said that is the definition of insanity. For things to get better, you have to get better. What's the best way for you to get better is learn wisdom of the age of success principles from from thought leaders like Les Brown and Jim Rohn and Zig and Jim Burke, and the list goes on and on. Learn from real people with real track records. I'm going to end this session by sharing with you my perspective on five five lone wolves that I've dealt with over the past eighteen months. And keep in mind these are my perspectives and I understand we see things not as they are but as we are. So I'm seeing things through my own pair of glasses. But before I share these five, let me say that there's been at least twenty that have joined And never did anything or came to a webinar or two, hung out for a month, maybe, until they found a new shiny object. And honestly, I think it's because they entered a culture that made them uncomfortable because they knew they would be accountable to themselves. And some people are delusional, even to themselves. Y'all've heard me say a thousand times on this podcast, "To they own self be true." And a lot of times, I think we were making them look at themselves in the mirror, and they didn't like what they see. And every and 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 but it, but in their mind, they're a leader, and everybody around them tells them they're a leader. And when they started really looking at, hey, what have you really accomplished in the last two, three, four, five years? What have you really accomplished? Not what have you talked about, but what have you accomplished? And they didn't like what they were seeing. And they didn't be they didn't like it. Everything front and center in front of them, and they just they just bow out. And and I really think that's what's happened with a lot of people. And to me, there's that's really sad. That's really sad. So, I'm going to talk about these five people and just share with you my experiences from my perspective. And again, there's been a lot more than that have joined, but thankful these five have hung around. And with I have global on our team, you know, there's nowhere to hide. People that see themselves and by others to be leaders and have delusional egos, uh, and they have no place to hide. That doesn't sit well. I mean, we celebrate wins on this team, and if you're losing, it becomes obvious to everyone. And at that point the only choice is to get real with the person in the mirror or leave. It's kind of like what Kentucky basketball team is facing right now. They got to get real with each other. They got are you know, are you more focused? Where is your focus at? Are you are you worried about where you're going to be drafted in, in the NBA or not? Are you working are you concerned about winning this game today? I mean, where is your head? You know, Together, everyone can achieve more, but you guys got to play together. You got, you got to be willing and to accept the areas that you have to get better at. You can't blame everybody else. You got to, you got to take some responsibility. So I've been shocked at the number of people with high performance reputations that have joined us and then failed miserably simply because most of them never took consistent action. If they had taken consistent action, it's like the guy calling me, well, the first three people I talked to, their CPA told them that they didn't qualify. Well, if you'd been plugged in, if you'd followed the process that we shared, getting 20 hours of personal education, you would have known exactly how to handle that, and you would have known that most CPAs are, are not familiar with the ERC program. They're excellent at doing their taxes, but this ERC program, you need a company that knows how to write government grants. And we could have given them the exact way to, to contact those people and, and handle those objections. But, you know, his ego got stung. So he's going to go, you know, spend $5,000 on a course where nobody has made any money yet with that new software program makes no sense. It makes no sense. But let me get in and talk about the five people. The first is a couple that joined our Loop team and immediately went to the top of the leaderboard. Immediately. Uh, they had a wealth of knowledge in the digital media world and were very appreciative, very appreciated, and a very valuable asset to our team from the beginning. And from the outside looking in, that is what you would see. And, and honestly, that was the truth. And I like this couple, but they had absolutely zero patience. They'd never dealt with a startup company. And I could count on every morning a call from them griping and complaining about something that wasn't working. You know, it wasn't working right and needed to be fixed every morning. That was my, how my, how my, my morning would start. And when I say it was daily, it's not an exaggeration. I did everything that I possibly could. I went to bat for them with corporate multiple times, but no matter what they could, no matter what they could, never see the progression. They could never look back and say, "Well, this was not exactly right," but they got that fixed. They got this fixed. This has been fixed. They could never see the progression and and and. And running smoothly, how smoothly things that weren't running smoothly in the past were. And again, we're talking about over a few weeks when this thing first launched, which, you know, there's always going to be some hiccups. And their constant focus was not on what is working and what is being fixed and what the company is doing. It was a drain every morning. Don would say, Dale, why do you answer their calls? And my response was always because I like them. I believe in them. I think they'll grow. They could grow out of it. Maybe they'll grow out of it. And the truth was that they're going to live the rest of their life with very, very skeptical victim mentality. No matter what the company did or didn't do or how much they make or don't make because they've never decided. To see the glass half full. They just never have. And the truth is because of their extensive experience in the digital marketing world, they could hit the leaderboard quickly. So listen to personal development in their minds was just a lot of rah, rah in the sky. Rah, rah. Uh, there was a deep seated victim mentality that I never could penetrate. And I did my best, but I can never gain trust and I can never figure out why that deep-seated victim, everybody's out to get us mentality existed. And then they made one of the most ignorant, cut-off-my-nose-despite-my-face decisions in the history of business. When I have Glove we'll introduce their relationship with Bottom Line Concepts during the rollout webinar uh, for the ERC program. They never heard of ERC. They didn't know what ERC was. And then IHub, you know, rose this out, and instead of signing and getting started with a seventeen percent commission contract with with I, with IHub through IHub Global, they went directly to bottom line to sign a ten percent contract. <laughs> I guess to try to make a point. I don't know. They would have made almost double the money with iHub, not to mention the downline overrides the five hundred dollar upfront uh, draw gas money that they call it that the, that the company's just introduced. Uh, but they gave all that up. I guess to try to prove some type of point. But the only point that that you know, so they're going to do this and prove a point. They cut myself and IHUB completely out, and then they disengaged from the team. And, you know, I guess they're back in their lone wolf status that they had before they joined us. It's sad. It's sad. I mean, I've witnessed other destructive, self-destructive behavior over the last 40 years, but not too many moves as as radical and illogical as this one. It's just not too many. But it is what it is. Live, learn, move forward, right? Uh The next is Michael Penland. Michael's been a friend of mine. He's a lone wolf. He's been a friend of mine for many years. He's one of the few people I've met that are lone wolves that have deserved the title. But he's been a friend of mine for years. He was featured on Session 60 of this podcast, an episode called Action Takers or the Money Makers. He and I have had many uh, lunches at Mexican restaurants, a Mexican restaurant in da- Dalton, Georgia, on my trips back and forth from Atlanta to Kentucky. We stop and have lunch over the years many times. Uh, Michael introduced me to the great Le- Glenn Turner. Uh, and I'm forever grateful for that. Uh, he's a legendary mar- marketer who, you know, was doing direct mail way back when. Uh, Internet marketer. He's in the SEO ga- SEO game. Uh, he's been around longer than I have, and is extremely skilled. Uh, we've worked together on several projects over the years, but since I have globe since I have global, he's kind of come out of his lone wolf status, which again he deserves. He can stay there if he chose to. He deserves to be there. His track record dictates that uh it kind of speaks for itself but he's become a very valuable member of our team and a a respected leader on our team yes he has the skill sets to do whatever he wants however he wants with the iho global opportunity but he's plugged in and he's always been an encouraging member uh of our team and many of you I mean it's always uh you know every time something positive happens for a team member you pretty much guarantee you're going to see say see a comment from Michael Pinland saying go 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 go. Uh the next person is a good old boy also from Georgia. Uh he popped in the scene out of nowhere. I mean just nowhere getting almost 70 Loop boxes in the market in about his first 40 days. I mean, just blowing it, blowing and going. Uh, he has a, he's been operating traditional business most of his life. Never really been involved in traditional direct sales or building a team. Uh, he's attempted to do a lot of marketing on his own, on his own without getting advice or direction from me or anybody else on this team, and consequently he's wasted money on things I would have advised him to avoid. He's a lone wolf. Uh Anybody that can go in the marketplace and do 70 boxes in 40 days is a credible human being. And there, there are some trust issues, and I'm not sure... If it's because he's never done this type of business before, or he doesn't feel comfortable or running ideas by me. But when iHub and OpenView made the intelligent business decision not to put the OBN token on the market during this time, this bear market, to not put it on a crypto exchange, uh, not to consider XRP and everything that's going on there, it really hit him hard. And a victim mentality started to emerge. And he's definitely money-focused from talking to him several times on the phone, which is not a bad thing at all. He is also very trustworthy, without question. And I trust him, and I know he wants to provide value to the market, and that's what he's out there doing every single day. And this is a business relationship that I have high hopes for, but I don't know where it's going to end up and I want to do better, but I know that I've got to get him plugged into the personal development world. I know he doesn't listen to this podcast again because of his work ethic and his intelligence and natural DNA makeup. He's never probably had to plug into this world. And I know he doesn't even realize how valuable he is to the team and what his upside potential can be if I, if I can get him into this PCI world. He's very comfortable in his own skin. But if I can ever get him hungry for personal development, everybody's going to know his name before, this story, before his story's over without question. Without question. Uh, number four would be Bobby Gandy. You've already heard him on this podcast. It was featured uh, on YouTube. I'll put the link in the description. Uh, Bobby has been more inspiring for me than he will ever know. Uh, I mean, he set himself up for a $5,000 monthly passive income based upon the comp plan we were working when Luke was introduced, he did it real quick. Uh, you can hear his entire story if you haven't already. I would recommend it. And it's really not about the money, even though I think he'll become a millionaire with this opportunity. I sincerely do. Uh, it's not about the money as much as it is the personal growth he's had. Uh, my perspective on Bobby is he had no idea how skilled. He has no idea how skilled he really is, and he doesn't really understand the upside potential and what it can be for him with iHub Global. He's never been involved with direct sales or team building before he joined us. He's been on the road as a portable building sales rep, doing his thing, doing it well as a lone wolf. But since joining us, he's tapped into the world of podcasts. He's probably listening. Hi, Bobby. Uh, he's tapped into the world of podcast and Jim Rohn and Zig Ziglar and that he never really knew existed before. Uh, he was totally plugged in active member of our CMG book club. And in my mind, he's developed, I call it the hunger. He's developed the hunger for personal development. And when I say hunger, I I mean, literally that's what happens If you can put it in enough, then you start developing a hunger for it, and many of you listening to this have experienced that and know that to be true. He's respected and a very valuable member of our team, and I think the entire team culture we have put together has been very shocking, but also very refreshing for him. Uh, He's talking about quitting his job and becoming full-time with us, and I'm very excited to see what Things are going to look like for him in 2023. I mean, I really am. Uh, I believe his success will be enormous, and I'm very glad that we got the beginning of his journey recorded in session 333 of this podcast. He's a long wolf that is that's plugged in, plugged in. And number five is Gabe in Virginia. Gabe. I don't want to butcher his last name, so I'll just call him Gabe in Virginia. Gabe in Virginia. And he has quite a story that all of you will hear in the future. Uh, I'm, I'm personally excited to learn more and to watch his growth. He's a good guy. Gabe is a good guy. Just let me say that one more time. Gabe is a good guy. I mean, he's very intelligent. He has a, unbelievable work ethic uh, he's currently number 17 on the loop top 25 leader board he's done a phenomenal job and I feel Gabe has no idea how much he is liked and respected by every member of our team everybody loves Gabe honestly when he first showed up and I probably shouldn't say this but I will I think I've already told him this I, I'm pretty sure I did but his nickname was Don and I when he first showed up. It's like, who's this guy popping in on our Facebook group? And his, his nickname was Grouchy Gabe. Grouchy Gabe because he seemed to be extremely pessimistic and borderline negative. But again, he's just a lone wolf that, you know, just wants everything done perfect. Never been involved in a startup before. So again, he seemed extremely pessimistic and borderline negative. Uh, Grouchy Gabe did. And then it's like, I remember Don saying, guess who's coming to Las Vegas? I said, I don't know. She, said, Grouchy Gabe's coming to Las Vegas. <laughs> and he was there at the kickoff for Loop and he made an unbelievably great impression on everybody on our team. He, this guy has a servant's heart. He really does. And I'm so glad he's a member of our team. I think myself and other team members are slowly, slowly gaining his trust. Uh I keep encouraging him to, to get plugged in and stay plugged in. He has a lot of members on this team that are rooting for him. And as I say that, I know if he hears this, he's thinking, I don't need anybody to root me on. That's I don't need anybody to root me on. I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to do this, period. And that's kind of where he lives and why he's being so productive. But, again, that's kind of the lone wolf inside of him. Gabe's never been involved in network marketing, building a team. He did tell me he sold Melaleuca for a while. Uh, but he's very entrepreneur-minded person. Uh, he has a deep desire to support his parents and some of the medical needs that they have, which I respect him so much for that. My perception is he has a vast amount of traditional business knowledge. He has never been exposed to a lot of personal development because of his intelligence and his work ethic. He probably hadn't needed it much. I mean, Gabe is a very valuable member of our team that has tremendous upside potential. I mean, he's already done, just achieved great things here already. But he doesn't, I don't think, really grasp the potential that's in front of him. And I'll say it one more time. Gabe is a really, really good guy. So I hope this has helped you. I I, I needed to dump this just for myself. And because, see, I know a lot of people on this team – Again, 2023 is going to be a year we're going to look back for at the rest of our life. And we're going to run into some situations that we never have experienced before. And uh, depending on w- what happens after this, I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, I, I talk about we're going to have millionaires created this year. Well, there may be an opportunity to come down the road. We just keep building on it because we're going to invest in income generating assets. And then we might be talking about developing multimillionaires. Who knows where all this is going to land? You know, we as a team, again, we might be invested in mining farms, crypto mining farms down the road. Who knows? But I just wanted people to be aware of where some of them are because if you are a lone wolf and you know it, I'm gonna I'm gonna end with this. Plug in. Plug in. Not for me, for you, because you will tend, you will, you will, you will ultimately achieve ten time ten times your upside potential, and and you have tremendous upside potential. But if you get plugged into wisdom of the ages success principles, and you get plugged into a team of people that that you feel comfortable getting in the foxhole with, that's the biggest win you can have in your entrepreneurial career. It just is. And I'm still looking for mine. I I only have, honestly, two at this point that I can say 100% without doubt. That's Dawn and, uh, honestly, Kamala. And I got some that I would, you know, that I would not feel comfortable. They were sitting on the edge. <laughs> but, but again, it, <laughs> it's probably more than that, but I'm a hard. I'm, I'm, I'm hard. And hopefully a lot of you just told me, Dale, you're just too hard. Hopefully after this session, you kind of understand why I've been through what most people will never go through. And money can change a lot of things in people's lives. And I just want you to be ready for it. And I want you to maximize your full upside potential. And no matter what you're doing, man, and ladies and gentlemen, enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. Plug in. uh, Maximize your upside potential. Combine your God-given and developed talents with heavy personal development. I promise you that is the secret to maximizing your success that's the secret you cannot neglect the personal development turn off your radio turn your truck turn your motorcycle turn your vehicle into a university on wheels if you will make that decision in 2023 you will not believe you just won't believe the impact it will make i promise you i promise you this is Dale Calvert. Thanks for listening. Thanks for letting me dump my brain today. You guys have an awesome week. I'll talk to you next week on another session of the New Era Wealth Building Podcast.
1: Did you enjoy this story? Then you will probably enjoy some of the other sessions of this podcast. You can visit mlmsuccess.com and see a full playlist of the podcast since the day we started. Would you like to put some faces with the voices? then search for Dale Calvert MLM Success Podcast on YouTube and follow us there. Please leave a comment on YouTube and let our special guests know how their story inspired you or affected you. Dale spends most of his social media time in private groups he has founded, but you can follow his public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Dale Calvert page. And of course, your comments and feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you access this podcast is always appreciated. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week and share with you another real success story that is happening right now in this new era of wealth creation that most still don't know exists. Yet.